0: morning, everyone, and welcome to the All Things SR podcast from a windy Philadelphia this morning. Morning, Leslie. Good morning,
1: Pam. I'm uh, wishing you a well um, morning. I know it's windy. It's been windy here, but not as badly, I think, as you have it. Um, <laughs> you might hear a little. Are you hearing me clearly?
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of an echo, but not bad.
1: Yeah, the echoes from my laptop. I'm trying I'm, I'm using my older laptop and I'm trying to turn off the sound and I can't remember how to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Always good. <laughs> so
1: that's yeah, usually I have an icon at the bottom that mandates sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can hear the delay, so Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So. Carry on. I will. I will. <laughs> no, I don't know how. Um, it's good to see everybody on. Um, Jean Ann, it's been a few weeks. I'm so happy to see you and hoping you're hanging in there in the midst of this uh, really gruesome,
0: fun time that we're un- having. Un-
1: unending pandemic that we're having.
0: Oh, jeez. So, yeah, I know. And I just had another friend pass away this past week from it. A-
1: Oh, no, I'm sorry to hear that, Pam.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, too much. And I heard that Larry King died this morning. He was that just came popped up on my phone this morning. So and really, same wow. Thing. Well, yeah. what a
1: life. I mean, he was.
0: 87.
1: I was gonna say he was in his upper 80s, right? So wow.
0: Yep, 87, married eight times. <laughs> one one a decade, right?
1: One, one a decade, decade.
0: <laughs> something like that. <laughs> sure did know how to get married that's for sure anyway (laughs) we've had a wonderful new week this week yes we have
1: i feel um i just feel so thankful that things were safe and peaceful for the most part Mm -hmm. um and I don't think I realized, and I finally, it just took a very long time. This is also a very slow computer, so <laughs> it took a while for the settings to pop up, and now I was able to turn off
0: the sound. Oh, well, there you go.
1: Sound. So no more echo for you. Sorry for the uh, trouble troubleshooting and the sound there, friends. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it, extraordinary. Um an extraordinary week. Uh, of course, I was in the midst of what I'm calling my two weeks of finals in jammed into four days of um, mm-hmm. experience uh, where I was pretty much working until 1 to 2 a.m. every night with the <laughs> grand finale being up till 3 on Thursday night. There you go. And or wait, that was Wednesday. No, it was Thursday. Well, they all blur into run. one another. <laughs> they all blur together. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, um, but man, uh, seeing the inauguration, uh, peaceful transition of power. Um, I was actually really happy that, uh, Vice President Pence and his wife were there. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a very moving to me to see everybody coming together, even in the midst of these really, um, acrimonious and very divisive, um, Mm -hmm. uh, times. It, it seems like people are coming together a little bit more. And um, I think I can't think of a better person to be leading the nation in a crisis situation with a pandemic um, and a really rough economy than someone who has as much empathy
0: as President Biden. It's true. Um,
1: Uncle Joe, as I like to
0: call him. Some people call him grandpa, but it's okay. He's a, I think he's the right guy for the job. I think he's the right guy for the job right now. Yeah.
1: I know. It's, um, it, it, I'm hopefully we'll be able to come together. You know, I've been to several inaugurals um, Mm -hmm. for both Republicans and Democrats. I'm a big believer in democracy. I'm a big believer in our government and our Constitution. And it just was very, um, uplifting. It was very uplifting, and um, you know. And I like uh, this one more so than I
0: mean, the with the than the balls, because I I can remember watching them. You know, I, I had gotten invited to uh, both of Obama's inaugurations, and it was like, mm. yeah, right. One, and <laughs> I couldn't go to the last one because I was also supposed to volunteer that day, and I couldn't go because. Only Pam can do it, dancing Gangnam style at the time, and blew my knee out at the same time.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Hey, at least I could do Gangnam style. <laughs> Come on. I, I,
1: I'm seeing, uh, Lori says, I hope so. It needs to happen. Betty noted it's a nice ceremony. Uh, she loved the firework finale with Katy Perry. Um, mm-hmm. For those of you not in the States, uh, they did a special broadcast. It was like a special concert. Um, I believe it was 90 minutes and it had Mm. a, it really was a well done production. Um, Having people from all over the country do little intros and tidbits, you know, regular folk like Pam and I, um, and interspersed with uh, performances by all different types of, uh, musical stars. And, um, Tom Hanks was the narrator and they did some of the live performance shots from Washington, DC outside at some of the monuments. Mm -hmm. Um, so her, yeah, the reference to the Katy Perry finale, um, obviously she sang firework and the firework display was beautiful. So it was, it was. Um, and it's great to see you, Dahlia. She said, Hello lovelies, missed you loads. Huge congrats on Biden winning. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kenzie thinks she th- some of the supporters of Trump are going to be a problem for a little while, but she's hoping over time it gets better. And
0: uh, I think it will, I think it will, yeah. And, and jean
1: Ann said the entire tone completely changed for you about 530 on Wednesday. And it's just refreshing to see, um, all be listened to and it's great to be asked questions and allowed to ask as well.
0: Right.
1: So that's very good to hear. Yep.
0: Yeah. That is the good thing. I saw that, mm-hmm. that yesterday. So anyhow, but I, I, you know, that's one of the reasons why I started the land of hope and dreams. It's, it's one of my favorite Bruce songs. Of course, you, mm-hmm. people who know me well know how well I love Bruce, and some people yell at me for it, but that's okay. I know. That's I okay. know. So, anyway. And, and yes, uh, I did see The Mandalorian.
1: I was going to say, you had a chance to see it. I still haven't. I know that's something SR has been uh, raving about.
0: Mm-hmm. A couple, I think it was uh, the beginning of January, the first week of January. I was, I had the house all to myself, so it was great. So, I, mm-hmm. I binged the Mandalorian, and I was like, "Oh, this is so good!"
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've heard, you know, mm-hmm. on my list of shows to watch, as you know, um, Dahlia also said it's addictive. I love it so much. It is. Um, and Dahlia also said she still wants to watch Kingdom, SR's latest recommendation. Has mm. anybody seen that yet? Um,
0: I haven't seen it yet. Curious. No. I haven't I saw, seen
1: it. I, I saw promotions for it, but I didn't
0: get to see it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Dahlia says Baby Yoda is just too damn Oh, my cute.
0: God. I was. He would, they, he would out of his uh, pram or stroller or whatever that floating... Thing was of his, and he he was standing at the, at Mando's feet, and holding his arms up, and I was like, "Oh my God!" All I could hear was in the back of my head was when my son was that was small, and he'd go uppy uppie, uppie. That's all I could think of. Aww, <laughs> it was That's so adorable. cute. It was so cute. I know. Yeah. I you know, the one that but you know all the Bernie memes and the one where. <laughs> Of the from The Mandalorian where Bernie's sitting in that little pod thing that Baby Yoda sits in was very cute. Oh I, I
1: yeah, I saw I, I saw some of some of that pop up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kenzie said it's really not Baby Yoda, but he is the most precious thing. Uh, the yeah.
0: child. He, I think they called him the child. <laughs> uh, Dolly he,
1: says she also loves zombies, vampires, and anything that's just op of Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said apoplectic. <laughs> you can see where my mind's been this week. Yes, uh, yes. Work, work, and more work. Um, and Lori hasn't seen either of them. I know Lori. We'll catch up at some point.
0: Um, I haven't seen Owen. the kingdom yet. So.
1: <laughs> and uh, Dolly said the Bernie memes are very are too hilarious. Oh. Yeah, it's. I I think people just like to have fun with all kinds of crazy things. So. Absolutely, um, uh, and Betty's been listening to the Raven audiobook this week. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I haven't, I haven't started. I kind of do want to do a reread of the Florentine series, um, and I still, you know, I still am hoping to do that at some point.
0: At some point.
1: <laughs> well, I don't. You
0: know, I, I've always got something going on in my car. So if I'm not listening yeah. to the music, to music or news, I have a book going in my car. So if I, especially if I'm doing a lot of riding around, because then I can listen to it more.
1: So. Oh, that's true.
0: Mm-hmm. That's very true. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm uh also have uh something too I have that I have to fess up to.
0: Okay, what'd you do now? <laughs>
1: well, you know I had started my year as. With my resolution being that I wasn't going to be late sending SR my questions, uh-huh. and I already broke my promise. Well, it wasn't
0: that late.
1: You're right. You're right. It wasn't like it was Friday
0: afternoon for, or Friday night first. Or
1: Friday night. <laughs> it was. It was Thursday, right? Late Thursday.
0: Yeah. Early it was, Friday morning. It was Thursday. Yeah.
1: It's all running together. So the reason I'm saying that is we don't have our answers back from SR no, yet. We don't no, have the answers no. back from the boss yet.
0: He tweeted um, he, he tweeted last night and uh, mentioned, he said, I owe you and Leslie an email. And I said, <laughs> you know, do it when you can do it. Just let it be.
1: <laughs> so hopefully we will get some feedback this morning, unless he's sleeping in, so we shall see. But I, I wanted to fess up to that, yeah. No uh, continue to strive. I know, I know, no but still, worries. um, Ashley also is loving the audiobooks. And I'm just sending you a little shout out and some hugs, Ashley, because she is moving apparently this yes, weekend, she is. and um, that's yes, gonna be. Is. There's always so much to do when you're moving,
0: and you know she's not far from you.
1: I know, I know. I can't wait for us to get together when we're we can safely do so. I guess I could go down and wave to you from across the street. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's, that's town true. Is probably about twenty minutes from where where I live. Mm-hmm. So, and I've gone there many a day. I my best friend went. Uh, One of my best friends went to Elizabethtown as a returning adult student who moved on campus in her mid-30s. So wrap your brain around that. She was living with 18-year-olds. Nice. Um, But she was pursuing, she wanted a college education, and she was pursuing her dreams. So she went to community college, and then the last two years of study, she actually got an academic scholarship and went to Elizabethtown College. Cool
0: yeah um, yeah um, um yeah uh there was a movie a Bing Crosby movie that did that I, I think it was called uh, I want to say high class but it's not because I know he did high society but it was done like in 1960 or something and it had, had Fabian in it who my neighbor is so uh, oh, Fabian oh I remember Fabian from bandstand that type of thing mm-hmm. and uh, but it was good it was good but my sister finished her degree a couple of years ago, so it's uh, life. It can learning. be done in any, and it can can be at any time.
1: I know, Pam. Mm-hmm. You can always take a college class. You can and always so, do some kind of I, online. There's a I, ton of online stuff.
0: Deb Harkness, as uh, was talking about, she's starting on her spring semester at USC in teaching, and she's doing a class on a history class around your family oh cool and i was like oh can i audit the class and she's gone i have too much time on my hands with my
1: students (laughs) hey it's always worth an ask hey you know
0: i did i did so anyway which
1: is good i am um just looking Mm -hmm. um because i wanted to pull up any other news that we have um for our
0: readers, for our listeners, for us, our readers. And Dahlia, I, I did receive the Christmas card you sent. Thank you. from the, Your uncle, who is in Ventnor City, New Jersey, which is only an hour and a half from my house at the beach, um, sent it. And I was like, Aha, <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> I love it. So thank you, Dahlia. I appreciate it. And,
1: and um, yeah, it's, it's so funny. There's a lot of, uh, I'm looking at some of the comments. Um, yeah, Ashley said she got her latest Christmas card from Mexico yesterday, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. So I love the fact that spreading a little joy for those who were participating. And Kenzie also received your card, Dahlia, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, thank you so much. It was lovely. Um, oh, okay, and Elizabeth, or Elizabeth Ashley's moving over to Mount Joy. Yep. Um, nice, nice. So. That's a beautiful area, and they have a great arts festival every August.
0: Cool. We'll have to check that out.
1: Yes, yes. Hopefully by, we, by then
0: be. we can be socially distant in, in, a, in a respectable manner.
1: Well, and it is out an outdoor event, so there That's might true. be a little more um, ability to do it safely, That's which true. is great.
0: So, so I Betty was know asking we, what, we would, yeah. what we had checked in with SR on and, you know, basic questions about the chapter and if you had any news to send over. And uh, so that, you know, basically what what it was. But, um, I, you know, the most I know, I know that I think there's a chat this afternoon with... Uh, um, Trilogia got real for their anniversary uh, I and I, I think it's at 3 o'clock on Facebook I don't quote me on that but I think that's about when it's happening so that'll be good and I know that he's got some other chats coming up he's always got good news coming and he's always got good news coming <laughs> he's always got good news coming he's the greatest re- tease he is he is you know it's the seduction so that's why he's such a good writer of this, of, of these books.
1: He is. He is.
0: And Passion Flicks teased a uh, behind-the-scenes uh, picture of Paulina. So that is very cool. I saw that. And also the Emersons had their, I think it was their 10th wedding anniversary.
1: Hard to believe, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, little Claire's probably yeah, about nine years correct. old. Yeah,
1: Betty will correct us if we're wrong, or She Kenzie. will.
0: She I know.
1: Um,
0: so yeah. So there's. And I. I, I Dolly's
1: hoping there's going to be another teaser or trailer soon of Rapture. Um,
0: you know, that would be great. I I, I I'm kind of holding off on that a little bit, only because I know that um, passion looks did a podcast this week with Tosca, Lauren, and Allie, and she was saying that. She was talking about a lot of the stuff that she's got going on, and and uh, when some of the movies that they've done are coming out. I think was it Tink or what? One of the one she did in New Orleans. They have to do a lot of um, behind the you know scene stuff so oh, a lot says, of the
1: production yeah work. she
0: says it's going to take about you know maybe eight weeks to even get it ready to be put out there so and but she was talking about gabriel's rapture and she's hoping that by that in march um they'll be able to film in italy and you know if they if it comes to that they can't do that then they'll they'll film they'll come here to film, what they can film here. And she said they would probably go to Atlanta for the Boston scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming it would be the Tyler Perry uh, Studios. Production this, facilities. Yeah. yeah. Cause they thought, I, it, it, I
1: think so. They they have a huge amount of protocols in place, yeah, from
0: they what did. I understand. They did. And as uh, I know that it's going to be difficult for uh, Melanie to get out of Australia, but I understand that if, from what I've heard is that if you have, uh, work outside of Australia that, you know, is, is that you need to do, then you can leave with, with the, you know, regular protocols and everything. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll see what happens there. Touch wood and praying to God that she can get out. And then, um, you know that, but that's basically you know, kind of the stuff she was talking about, and they you know, what they've been optioning. They have 36 books apparently that they've optioned uh so far, so and I, I'm not sure whether that includes redemption um in that count because I think that's we've already we already know that they optioned it, so it might be others, but she, hasn't, she didn't say what they were yet, so
1: I. Can't believe it though. It's it's exciting that they are building their roster of, of stories to share. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just looking in the chat room, and I see that Monica joined us. So bom dia, Monica, because it's afternoon over in Portugal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so happy you could join us this morning. Um, yeah, Betty made a note that pandemic is still out of control, so it is hard to film em- anything. Um, they have been doing a lot of work on, you know, just making sure the sets are safe, et cetera.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so hopefully um, we'll be able to, uh, as Betty
0: said. <laughs> <laughs> She's, ready. She's ready for delaying Julia breaking Paul's heart. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, she, she doesn't want to see that yet. And I, I saw that jean had and Kenzie both noted that it's, it's probably unlikely that we're going to get any kind of other teaser because they kind of – Pulled together what they were able to from the filming they've done thus far. Mm -hmm. So we shall see.
0: A blooper Um, reel would be fun from Gabriel's uh, (laughs) Inferno, though.
1: (laughs) A blooper reel would be great. Oh, my gosh.
0: That would be funny. I'm sure that there was a lot of cursing and a lot of cursing in Italian because we got the word wrong or something.
1: Well, and and the fact that he... he, I, I mean, when we were on set, the amount of times that he said angel fucker was unbelievable mm-hmm. and it was because he was practicing with his dialect coach <laughs> it was something they were trying to do to get some of the inflection correct and <laughs> so i'm just laughing as I, I, I that might make it into the, the yeah re- but what
0: i remember from the from the filming is him walking back behind us and Angel fucker. Angel fucker. So he could get it right.
1: And uh, Kenzie had said they hope to film in March, but it depends on the virus and this variant. And they hope part one will release sometime in autumn. They said it's very expensive to film during COVID, so it'll be a wait. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe the bloopers will be on the DVD. That would be great. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, Jean-Anne did note... Um, It's nice to be optimistic, but there are a lot of new rules for COVID coming that will be part of the 100-day push to control the virus. Um, Yes, that's understandable. Um, Mm -hmm. I always like to say Gabriel and Julia are worth the wait. So whenever they can send it and whenever they can film it, Mm -hmm. works for me. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I I wanted to put in the chat as well, um, I have a link to the Twitter of Paulina's picture, if you wanted to do that plus i'll put cool. a link in for the latest passion pod good. um which dropped this week
0: mhm um, yeah i watched it when it was on so it was it was it was good yeah. it was actually pretty good so yeah so, so
1: shall we begin we the should
0: we should it's a small chapter but it's a fun chapter you know, chap- yeah. chapter 13 so Want to go ahead and start? you know? Yes,
1: of... I, I do. I'm just trying to grab this link before I get uh, oh, okay. too far into it. I shouldn't have said anything until <laughs> I had it in hand. That's okay. Yes, here we go. Oh, okay. Just wanted to make sure we have it here. <laughs> and Betty said practice, right? I think deep down Julia was just relishing saying that line without anyone questioning him.
0: Well... <laughs> That could be, too.
1: (laughs) That's funny. That is is true. It is funny. Uh, And Kenzie did note that she remembered Passionflix said they had a really good blooper from the lecture and cafe scene. So Mm -hmm. that'll be great. Mm -hmm. It'll be great to see that.
0: And Betty Um, has to admit she was laughing at the intro to this chapter.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, Chapter 13, I I liked the way... um, It started. And of course, Betty, I thought of you when I read this chapter, Mm -hmm. of course, because it starts with Julia fawning and being so excited and uh, emotional regarding uh, something she is reading. She goes, oh, gosh, that's fantastic. And Gabriel kind of perked up and he stopped brushing his teeth because he's in the bathroom. You can envision right there in the morning routine. He's brushing his teeth. Julia's in the other room. He starts hearing her rave and be excited and happy. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. And I love the way SR wrote this. He said, Gabriel knew the words coming out of, of Julia's lips were pleasurable, but it puzzled him since he was not pleasuring her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so he's like, Hmm. Uh, He leaned in the doorway looking at her. She was scrolling on her phone. Gabriel's now wondering who is eliciting such a reaction from his wife. And I, (laughs) Betty says, I love that Julia's excited and Gabriel assumes this is Paul's doing. (laughs) I would be excited if Paul wrote to me. She said, "Um, yes, I know you would. Oh, Betty,
0: Betty, Betty. (laughs) So you
1: can envision he's like what's going on? What is this? So when he, he looked over, he, she was scrolling her phone and then, you know, he's kind of like, he spat at his toothpaste, cleaned his toothbrush and he went over to her. And, uh, as he was kind of going over there, they kind of collided. And she said, you'll never ever guess who just emailed me. So again, this would be great to see on the screen, right? You Mm. can see him being like, Oh my gosh, who is, you know, who is that? And he was walking, and she ran into him because she was so excited. And you know who Gabriel's first thought of?
0: Oh, yeah, the angel fucker. <laughs>
1: yes. Paul. And he put on a fake smile and asked, who? And when she told him it was Don Wodehouse from Magdalen College, he
0: mm-hmm.
1: subconsciously said, thank God. It's not the <laughs> not angel fucker. <laughs> the angel fucker. Um, and hopefully... I'm hoping we end up getting an answer to this question because I did want to ask him why is Gabriel so – I did ask S.R. why is Gabriel so jealous and isn't mm-hmm. he confident in his relationship with Julia? Um, because, you know, I, I think old habits might die hard in that case. Um, mm-hmm. So, I But I, I didn't understand why he was jealous um, of her. Of him, I mean. Mm -hmm. So Julia told him that he was hosting a workshop on Guido Montefeltro and Ulysses. Mm -hmm. And it was an invitation-only event, and he invited her. Um, And yes, uh, I'm I'm looking in the chat room. Uh, Kenzie said, Gabriel's really married to her and is seriously still jealous of Paul?
2: (laughs) S-M-H.
1: Shaking my head. head. I, I agree, Kenzie. I agree. But I think you know he, Well, i, I... there's a special there was a special competition there was a special uh challenge and also the fact that paul is an important person in her life mm-hmm. and i think gabriel wants to be her everything so i think it's hard sometimes for gabriel to share <laughs> mm-hmm. a little bit um, so i don't know julia betty says julia's never reacted so enthusiastically to paul's emails Mm -hmm. This surprised me that he thought it was Paul. Deep down, Gabriel knows Paul is a stud. (laughs) Maybe Gabriel is jealous of Paul because he assumed Paul sent him a picture of himself flexing his arm. (laughs) And uh, Kenzie goes, I can't with you, Betty. I just can't. Um, And and Kenzie did note that Gabriel is protective of Julia. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. So... You know, you can see this. And she told him about this special invitation um, from uh, Professor Wodehouse. And Gabriel thought that was great and asked when it was happening. And she told him early April between uh, the Hillary and Trinity term. It was funded by a research grant that he was awarded. And she was super excited about that.
0: You know, I was was very interested in the the terms Hillary and uh, Trinity Trinity. Trinity term. And I so when I, you know, I did a little look up on, on Magdalene, and there are three terms actually. One is Michaelmas, the other is uh, Hillary, and, and the other is Trinity. And Michaelmas is from September through December, Hillary is January through March, and Trinity is April through July. Just thought I'd pass that along.
1: Well, I think, well, yeah, because we are talking about what. World, Professor Woldhouse at Magdalen. Right. I think it makes sense. That's we kind of dug into that. And I sh- when I say we, I mean Pam um, mm-hmm. did some research onto Magdalene College, and um, I I love the fact that they they had special names for their terms. Um, I just think that's pretty cool. And I it's also a, think, it's a lot
0: different than American schools. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think it would. Um, Fit with uh, Gabriel's uh, sense of uh,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: academic. Yeah, uh, I think so. uh, The uh, the acad the you know the the really prestigious academic world that he was lucky enough to be Mm -hmm. in. Yeah. So I I just thought that was cool. Yeah.
0: So well, Gabriel. Here goes the clock, Gabriel. Also asked who was invited, and uh, Julia told him that Catherine and Cecilia Martinelli was there, and uh, that Professor Woodhouse was directing it. So she scanned the list and she noticed that there was no Krista Peterson or Professor Pacciani. Thank goodness. Yes, and thank heaven for small mercies, poor Gabriel. Mm-hmm. So she was, yeah, she's gone down the list and she keeps going on. And Betty, your favorite angel fucker is included in the mix Mm -hmm. Um, yes Paul's name was there uh, and so you know of course Gabriel's thinking ah the angel fucker does it again (laughs) and then he was like you know I'm I'm sure in like you know one of those tones where you're like what no professor Emerson (laughs) you know and uh, she looked up and she bit her lip and and he told tugged her lip from her and said told then he told her how proud he was of her, and that Woodhouse had been so impressed by her paper that it was just that she earned the invitation and uh, she was sorry he wasn't invited.
1: Well, I think you know, I, I think gabriel had to be thrilled especially with the introduction julia had into that formal academic world
2: Mm -hmm. and doing
1: her presentation and the fact that she really held her own in the midst of such the whirlwind um Mm -hmm. in in their lives and i I just think you know he he has been her biggest cheerleader on her journey towards her doctorate yes and I, i think you know, this is just a uh, display of it. And yes, uh, uh, good morning, Ellie just joined us, and she said, hey, "Walking in on the midst of pollen versus G." <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> yes. That yes. that. Because said always. Gabriel
1: is proud of his Dantes Um Yes, very much so. Uh, <laughs> but he says, "Sorry, Gabriel, one stud per semester." <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: once again Betty is on fire
0: she part. is of course so so <laughs> G- Gabe you know Gabe really happy for her. so he kisses her forehead and saying don't be sorry that I wasn't invited this is he said this is great news because Woodhouse is not easily impressed and I remember when John uh Morgan uh you know, read this. And I, mm. with Professor uh, Professor Woodhouse's voice, it was just so, like... It
1: was, it was
0: so old. well done. You know, and it's like this older professor-type voice, I guess. But anyway, um, she's, you know, so she's looking at him, and she's uh, asked about Paul. And then, he, he, you know, he wasn't too happy about expressing his feelings, but he did say that Paul was a good... Uh, a uh, good student, and uh, that uh, Catherine had probably invited him, and he was trying to remain positive. <laughs> poor, G- again, poor, Gabriel. Again, poor Gabriel.
1: Gabriel's growth. He, mm-hmm. he is. He has been. He has involved. He has evolved since uh, we first saw him.
0: Yes, he has. Uh,
1: chapter one of Gabriel's Inferno.
0: That's true. <laughs> Uh, but he didn't understand why since he didn't work on Guido Multifer I can't even say the word right now.
1: You could say Guido.
0: Guido or Ulysses. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> um, Julia, uh, but Julie wants to go and she said Gabriel told her to, that, you know, that would be really good. And she was worried about Claire and, you know, she didn't want to leave either one of them, I'm sure. And, you know, Gabriel's like, well, we'll take Rebecca and Claire with us. And we'll, and at that point, you know, Claire would probably be sleeping through the night, so it wouldn't be as taxing as if you know you got a baby up all night. And of course, it could be teething, which could be a problem, <laughs> which Definitely. is another, which is another interesting aspect. You see, Gabriel dealing with a crying baby with teething. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well,
1: and you know, I one of the things you know talking about. Um, Gabriel and the fact that he, you know, even offered that again, I just think, think it's remarkable that he was able to, you know, just say, Hey, no problem. Well, we'll, well number one, he's not going to let Julia go by herself. That's for sure. The protector, right? He right. The protector and the fan, and also a little bit of the jealous guy who doesn't want his wife to be around. Um, a perceived, uh, threat, um, which would be, uh, in his mind, Paul. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I just, I just think it's great that, um, he, he didn't even think twice about saying we can go, we'll, we'll just bring, we'll bring Mm -hmm. her together. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's really, really good. And so Gabriel suggested she should email Cecilia um, and send an email to the chair of her department. Um, because I, Julia had some concerns, you know, since she was on maternity leave, she wasn't going to be back in the year. Would they be upset that she's attending this, even though she's missing Mm -hmm. classes? And I think that's, I, I, when I saw that, I read that part, I thought, yeah, I can understand that she wanted to make sure it wasn't going to be inappropriate. Um, she really wants to do everything right. You know, and that's one of the things I, admire about Julia. She really goes the extra mile to do, um, to do her very best and make sure she's doing everything, um, in accordance to, uh, what she needs to do to achieve her degree. Um, so it's, uh, I'm just looking at the chat room now and, uh, Betty defending her, Paul, she just says it proves Paul's a smart cookie and Professor Pickton wants him to join this special workshop because he is talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul is on his way to becoming an amazing professor, which he is. Yes. And Ashley's saying the character of Paul is growing on her a lot after these past rewatches and rereads. So.
2: <laughs>
1: um, and yes, Ellie, teething sucks. It really, really does. Mm-hmm. Imagine cutting teeth through four virgin gums. Ouchie. Yes. Um, I can attest to that. My daughter works um, as a teacher in a childcare center, and her classroom is the teethers. That it's the 12 month mm-hmm. through 18 month, and um, they have a currently they have a biter on their on oh, their hands um, because that poor little one is in so much pain. Um, He's going around biting everybody, so uh, they've been they've been trying to mitigate that.
0: But yeah, <laughs>
1: those little guys. And she said, of course, they're all slobbery and
0: uh, I, I, sometimes I, just going through it. I just remember the molars coming through. Patrick really didn't have a lot of problems with the with the uh, front teeth. You know, the their very first teeth. Mm-hmm. I remember him getting a little bit of a cold with one, but the pediatrician told me that was normal. Yeah. And, but the, the, the molars when he came in, he, one night we were visiting my sister mm-hmm. and he had us up from about one in the morning till about four 30 uh. crying. And, and I, I would, I think that the crying was, you know, he was in pain. He woke up crying like that. And I think the constant crying maybe made it, made it feel worse. Yeah, and uh, trying to comfort him, and and everybody in the house is now awake because he's crying, and and you know, first your your first child, you're nervous to begin with, mm-hmm. and uh, finally, my sister went into her liquor closet and got a bottle of bourbon out, put some bourbon on her fingers and rubbed his gums, and he was asleep within five minutes.
1: (laughs) That's kicking it old school.
0: Uh, Yep. (laughs) That's what
1: they did in the day, and it does
0: work. It does. Um, It does. I I just always, you know, but it works, so you can't, can't, can't fight City Hall.
1: And Ashley also says biting issues are hard in her daycare with the toddlers, and she said they want to put everything in their mouth. On, I mean everything. It is normal though. And yeah, I mean, just think of the puppies, you know, think mm-hmm. it's, it's the whole, you know, it's, it's, it's part of, it's part of the, the growing process. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Betty said, are you sure that's not William's baby, which I thought was pretty funny. So, <laughs> you know, and she's in the midst of this maternity leave, Betty noted, she was really glad Julie is taking the leave. And I think Julie is probably glad at this point too. Um, and she, you know, said she would call. Um, She was worried about Greg Matthews being upset if she missed classes. And uh, Gabriel reminded her, Cecilia would see her name on the invite list and supported her invitation. And Greg Matthews would probably send out an announcement bragging about her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I agree with that. Um, You know, it's an honor to be invited to a special lecture like that. So um, they would be very pleased. And I think accommodating to, uh, someone who's on leave to be able mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Gabriel then took her hands as he was much, much taller than her, um, noted at six foot two, I believe in the text, even mm-hmm. though, uh, on screen our on screen. Gabriel's taller than that. Um, as his hands played with her wedding rings, he told her that he was worried about the aftermath of Toronto and then how it would affect their careers. And, um, his vulnerability there I thought was, Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, the fact he was really worried on that point. And Julia whispered, Sweetheart, I did not know you were still worrying about that. Um, Gabriel told her that she had enough on her mind and he wasn't going to burden her with that. Um, but, you know, he was pleased that the invitation showed she was making a name for herself as a graduate student. Mm-hmm. You know, she was making her way acad- in the academic world in her own right. And his eyes glittered as he swung her around and dipped, dipping her, saying, that's my girl. So oh, yes. you can tell he's very,
0: he's excited very
1: excited and happy for her,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is sweet.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, uh, he, you know, he told, then he comes up and he says, you know, I had an interesting email as well. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: finally the
0: email finally he's, he's gonna start talking it's taken
1: about. 13 chapters <laughs> 13 chapters to get yeah to but email. It's, it's
0: only been about four days since she's been out of the hospital so it's that's true yeah
1: it just seems longer yes
0: it does so almost anyways, like
1: so a little over two two months to be exact something
0: like that <laughs> So, you know, he's holding his phone, and he's flipping through these emails, and he handed her the phone, and she pulled it closer to read it. Then she reread it, and she's like, holy shit. Is this what <laughs> I think it is? <laughs> so.
1: And, of course, SR ends the chapter with a cliffhanger.
0: Of course. Of course.
1: So we have to wait again.
0: To see what, what the email has said exactly and see what her reaction will be at that time so anyway but yeah so I did a little I uh, did a little look up on Magdalen College and I can tell you that it was founded in 1458 by William L- Wayne Flett he was the Bishop of Winchester and Lord Chancellor and he wanted a college on the grandest scale and uh his foundation was the largest in Oxford with 40 fellows, 30 scholars and at Magdalen they're known as Demi's. I love that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I know it has a large chap, large choir for his chapel. And Winflet lived to be a great age dying in 1486. Yeah, just pretty good for that. Those days. Um, and at that time, uh, Magdalene is equipped with a large income, splendid buildings and a set of statues, which the Inklings used to like to run around, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Right. I think they even were referenced in the book. And mm. um, I know as, as we're looking at some of the notes that you prepared, uh, Magdalene quickly became one of Oxford's most prominent colleges and kings and princes visited, um, including Edward the Fourth. Richard III and James I, and they soon produced alumni who achieved great things in later life, um, including Thomas Wolsey, Mm -hmm. who was a fellow in the 1490s, and Henry VIII's chief minister for two decades. So if you are a fan or knowledgeable on English history, um, you will probably recognize many of those Mm -hmm. who walked those halls. And the college even survived through the troubles of the Reformation, the sixteenth century. Um, and during the English Civil War of the sixteen forties, uh, they landed on the Royalist side and had to endure a purge of the president of the university um, and many of the fellows after the victory of the parliamentary the parliamentarians. So um, I thought that was interesting too mm-hmm. to see how um the leadership uh, was affected, uh, you know, essentially they, they didn't choose the winning side on that battle. And mm-hmm. uh, they were removed um, from the halls of that university because they were not supporting the parliamentarians.
0: Yes, and as Betty points out, Gabriel Erlen Emerson is one of its most famous alumni. Yes, Yes. But the, the dramatic period for that school came during the, the reign of James II in 1687. And that's when their president died. And uh, he James uh, tried twice to force the fellows to accept a president of his choosing. But, of course, the fellows refused. And uh, so he was losing patience and... Uh, Demanded that all the fellows who opposed him be expelled, and the act caused national outrage. The courage of the fellows was praised, and the king was much criticized. And in late sixteen eighty eight, he reinstated all the expelled fellows, but it was too late to save him because he was deposed a few weeks later. <laughs> oh, gosh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: payback's know. a bitch, baby. <gasps> <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's... And in the 18th century, it was one of their best times. The college had grown slack and complacent, and Edward Gibbon had come in and uh, he uh, hated his time there. And for many, the symbol of Georgian Magdalene with Martin Ruth, president for 63 years, and he died in 1854 at the age wow. of 99. Yeah. He That's wore amazing. a wig and knee breeches in the Georgian manner to the end of his days. <laughs> Can you imagine?
1: He was st- a stalwart. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, Ellie noted that C.S. Lewis's quoted statues are there. I too would love to go sit and listen to the Inklings talk over a beer. Hey, I would you love know, that too,
0: Ellie. I I was at the Bird, the Baby, and um, or the Eagle and Child, as it's known, mm-hmm. uh, and. I, I sat where the Inklings sat, and it was just, like, the coolest thing. Because It they, is amazing
1: they, to sit, walk in the foots of history, footsteps of history, right, to yeah. be in the same places.
0: Yeah, it it, it was just so cool. And, I, I you know, they had uh, all these different little lines from, from the C.S. Lewis and all, and, and pictures of Tolkien and Lewis and a few of the others. So it was, it was cool.
1: So. I love it. Mm-hmm.
0: That.
1: And um, we can see um, a little bit of, a little bit more that we dug up here on the college. There were quite important scholars at Magdalene in mm-hmm. the early eight, or 19th century, mm-hmm. um, including um, the former president Martin Routh, um, mm-hmm. who was the one who was there for 63 years. He was a, an important scholar in his own right. Um, Charles Daubeny, who was Magdalene's first modern scientist, Mm -hmm. And he actually fought for the creation of an honor school in natural science in Oxford in 1850. Um, And then on the other realm of the academic world, um, John Bloxham was the college's first historian. And he reinvented Magdalene's May Morning in its current form. So, um, you know, there were some really innovative things going on at that Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. there. Um, And the college revived under... Um, the next period after uh, Ralph passed. Uh, Frederick Bulley and Sir Herbert Warren uh, were their successors um, during that period. And then um, Prince of Wales, who later became Edward, Edward VIII, uh, went there in 1912. And with the support of both Bulley and Warren, the chapel choir also improved greatly and they attained the national reputation um, you know, which it is known for even to this day.
0: Okay. Uh, what a choir. I know. Uh, 20th century Magdalene academ- Academians, uh, most famous fellows were C.S. Lewis and historian A.J.P. Taylor, in addition to nine Nobel Prize winners. And uh, have the their first women um, came in in 1979, and the college today prides itself on its in- inclusiveness. It's open to which all, which is great. Yeah, that's uh, you know just a just a couple of uh, notable alumni, uh, Stephen Breyer, who was on our Supreme Court, General Wesley Clark.
1: I don't think I knew that. I didn't yeah. realize Stephen Breyer went to
0: yeah. Magdalen. Uh, General Wesley Clark. He. I. I. He was. Um, yes. It, ran for president once. And mm-hmm. Nicholas Kristof, who I think, I forget who he writes for.
1: He writes for the New York Times. Is he it, is an amazing it columnist. It is. is the Times. I follow him on Twitter. Um, he does amazing work with his wife. Um, on. Uh, if you want to see something really moving and amazing, there's a book called Half the Sky. And they do a lot of work um, on women and how to bring uh, women at, out of poverty and, mm-hmm. and also d- do a lot to expose and help uh, people who are, uh, you know, still victims of modern day slavery. Well,
0: I, I um, saw it's, it's
1: very powerful. I heard him speak at Dickinson college in Pennsylvania. And did you? Um, and that they, they actually did a series on the book on, uh, public broadcasting
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, you know, really just some of the stories and the, the, what they, they've done. They actually, um, at one point actually had purchased, uh, the freedom of some of these women, mm-hmm. uh, who were, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much sex slaves. It, it, it's, it's stunning. And their stories, um, it is not for the weak of heart, though, mm-hmm. um, in terms of some of the situations that they uncovered were just heart-wrenching. But um, very, very, a lot of very good work um, in trying mm-hmm. to help people out well, of hard situations.
0: Uh, also, alumni, T.E. Lawrence, who was Lawrence of Arabia, great mm-hmm. movie, by the way, the Peter O'Toole, Yes. Um, Oscar Wilde. Of course. Mm -hmm. David Souter, also a U.S. Supreme Court justice. Uh, Really? Yeah. Uh, Dudley Moore, the actor. From Arthur. From Arthur. Uh, As C.S. Lewis. And John Turner, who was a former uh, prime minister of Canada. And they all were... Just some of the alumni. There's a whole boatload of them. Of course, we'll see. I'm like, sure. There's a whole boat. I,
1: I, I just I love the the diversity of of uh, professions that are represented just in the short list. Well, you know, I'm even gonna,
0: even if you I'm look in, at their, uh, if you go to their website, uh, um, which I just posted by the way on our chat box, you can look and see everything that they have. You know how to. Uh, discover all kinds of stuff the alumni news and and but it also will show you the uh, professors that or the fellows or that teach and what I didn't know is they also have an undergraduate school like for I guess like high school and I know it's a little bit different in England especially with their private school systems there Mm -hmm. um but you know you you can start I think at like 16 And it's boarding school, I guess, very similar to Eaton, where, you know, you go at a young age and and, uh, then you can move up to the college level. So I thought that was very cool. They also have a bed and breakfast that uh, you can sign up for. And I think when in uh, Gabriel's Redemption, they actually stayed at Magdalene when they went to the lecture.
1: Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Which would be really cool.
1: I would... I'm, I'm wondering if they got any shots of the campus or if they just used B-roll um, when they
0: are filming. I don't know. They, they probably will. I mean, they, they, it's, I know it's not far from the train station in mm-hmm. um, Oxford. Um, I didn't walk to it. I was on one of those city sightseeing buses because I had to hurry back because of a train that I had to catch. Mm-hmm. And I do, We drove by it. It's a huge campus. It's beautiful, and they they have this thing called Addison's Walk. And on the website, there are, there are a couple of videos that link you through that, and you'll see the the statues, and you walk along all the different paths and stuff. Very mm-hmm. neat. Oh,
1: I hope to get there someday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a there was a discussion in the chat box in terms of the famous mm-hmm. alumni. Um, Betty said, "I wonder if the boss ever studied there." Uh, Kenzie thinks so. So does Dahlia. Lori mm-hmm. says yes. I think that everybody is thinking he probably was a student there. Um, I wish he would tell us, but I don't think he will. No, he won't tell us. Uh, <laughs> I just think um, I, I love the fact he wove that into the story. Mm-hmm. And um, I did, I think, mention I put the link in. I also put the link to the alumni page that. Where we pulled some of the information. Mm-hmm. Good. And uh, Betty said, as usual, Gabriel's not impressed with the small room or tw- and twin bed.
0: <laughs>
1: um, no, he wouldn't no, be. No, he was not. And I'll, uh, I'll tell
0: you what: <laughs> the Randolph Hotel is not far away from Magdalen College, and the Randolph is uh, one of those beautiful old hotels that are grand mm-hmm. inside. And, and I stopped in for tea. <laughs> it was
1: interesting Mm -hmm. i love it well this um and also uh as i'm reading kenzie's uh btw ten ten would do mando i have spoken
2: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) which means nothing to me since i haven't seen but i figured i'd read it because it will you all will appreciate it. Yes. So um, we're at the top of the hour. Uh, Dahlia is saying, sweet ladies, I got to go prepare lunch. Love chatting for a bit and hearing you. Sending lots of love. Have a brilliant weekend. Uh, same too, to you, Dahlia. Have a lovely rest of your weekend. Enjoy your lunch. I wish I was there in Egypt enjoying it with you. I love
0: your country. It is so beautiful.
1: And I hope to get back there someday.
0: Someday when um, traveling, we'll be safe again someday.
1: It will, it will.
0: We'll and get since, there. And since I was not the only, not the person in Michigan that won the billion-dollar jackpot,
1: oh, somebody actually won the jackpot.
0: Yeah, one person. Wow. One ticket.
1: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Need to call all the people I know in Michigan and ask if they bought <laughs> the lottery ticket. <laughs> no, that's great. That's and, really great.
0: Uh, and so, but I do have a ticket for tonight because I thought the Powerball was the one that was the big one and it was the mega million. So, hey, well,
1: they're, they're both. I'll, I'll they're settle both for 20 big.
0: million or 30 million. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So, yes. anyway.
1: Uh And uh, thank you, Dahlia. She said one day, hopefully, and her home is always open for any of you. Oh, so nice. thank you. If anyone wants to visit, um, you can. And that was very sweet of you. And um, Betty's it, reflecting the chapter, saying this chapter was fantastic because Paul was mentioned. So we knew, we knew you would love it. Yes, um, I'm, it's, I'm gonna, sure. it's just going to get better, Betty. You know that it's just going to get better. So, thank you so much for joining us. Next yes. week we're having our uh, special homage in honor of
0: Chocolate Cake Day. <laughs> Chocolate
1: Cake Day. <laughs> so. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. We are going to uh, revisit that um, scene in the book as well as maybe talk a little bit about it um, during the uh, filming as, mm-hmm. and also talk a little bit about what makes chocolate cake so special. Um, so There's we'll probably... a lot of
0: different recipes of them.
1: <laughs> yes, and we'll pro- we're going to ask you if you have any um, to share the chocolate cake. Recipes mm-hmm. with us, so uh, send them, send them to us either way, mm-hmm. and we might even encourage you to take a photo of your of
2: favorite chocolate, chocolate cake.
1: cake. Yes, to um, mm-hmm. be a little fun. Betty's <laughs> saying I need to buy cake for next week's show. <laughs> um, I, I know on the East Coast here, uh, <laughs> nine a.m. chocolate cake for breakfast always always a, a fun idea. So it might be better for for our friends overseas. Uh, <laughs> it'll be more timely, I think. But probably. I don't. I think chocolate cake's good at any time.
0: So. Well, as, as uh, Bill Cosby used to say, it's it's nutritious. <laughs> it's got eggs, butter, milk.
1: <laughs> right, all the food groups.
0: That's right. So.
1: Oh, and Kenzie's gonna make a cake inspired by Amanda Gorman's speech.
0: Love it, Kenzie. That would be great. Her poem, yeah. Love would, it. I'd love it. So I'm gonna leave us with a little ZZ top this morning. <laughs> Why not? Hey, it's a
1: great way to it's a great way to kick off the rest of the weekend. That's um, right. And K- Betty, you don't worry have to worry about baking, not baking. Um, she says she's hopeless in the kitchen. You can always pick something up.
0: I I, I will be doing chocolate <laughs> tasty cakes,
1: <laughs>
0: which are <a> Philadelphia specialty. <laughs> Although they're now sold a lot of different places,
1: I love um, I love tasty cakes. And mm-hmm. Ashley says she will be there in chocolate cake spirit. Oh, Ashley, I'm sorry you're going to miss it. It's going to be yeah. fun.
0: Well, you're moving, um, so you have a safe move. I know it's not fun. I yes. did that this time last year. So
1: absolutely, absolutely. Wishing you all a
0: great weekend a, and a great week.
1: Yes. Be safe. Take mm-hmm. care of yourselves and each other, um, and continue to be kind.
0: Yep. So here we go. Little tush. CZ top.